you're of a certain size, you do feel that things are out of touch or out of your reach and you can't do those things just simply because you're either too heavy or you don't, you won't fit or people will look at you and, and feel a certain way. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. I'm Carl, your host. And today I have an amazing person with me called James, who has lost over five stone and is currently on his own journey. And he's here to tell us his story so far. Welcome to the podcast, James. Hi, Carl. Thanks for having me. Very, very happy to have you here. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Great. So, James, before we get into the the success of your journey. Um, I'm wondering, could you start maybe by just telling us a little bit about yourself um, and, you know, what life was like before you started to lose weight? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So uh, my name's James, James Cameron. I am 39. I live in Castleford in West Yorkshire. I'm a social worker and I work in mental health predominantly. I live in Castleford with my partner, Joe. Um, and our dog Oakley. We've also got a couple of cats, but I try not to mention those two too much. Um, you were just asking, you know, how things were before. Um, difficult in a word. I had been struggling for a while with headaches. It's, this was around about the time that COVID hit us. Um, struggling with headaches, poor sleep. So I went to the GP to try and find out what was going on. Um, they ran some tests. Um, they found out that I was pre-diabetic, that my blood pressure was sky high. So I thought, you know, I really, really need to get myself in check. So I made some changes, didn't really follow through on those and quickly slipped back into bad habits. Those habits were things like, you know, a takeaway every night of the week or every other night at a minimum. We were spending a fortune, getting increasingly bigger um, and not really thinking consciously about the decisions we were making it was just a case of which takeaway do we have tonight rather than thinking about the nutrition element and what I'm actually putting in my body and what am I doing to myself in the short and long term so yeah before before I started my journey things were difficult and I was really feeling the impact health-wise and hearing you know that you're pre-diabetic you're at an increased risk of heart attack and strokes that was more than enough for me to make those changes Absolutely. And, and congratulations on, on, on your decision Thank to do you. so. And, and I, I was going to ask if there was a single moment, but it sounds like it was an accumulation of things perhaps that, that led up. Yeah, to I think the single moment probably was that, that GP um, visit. And I, I met with the nurse and the nurse, as I say, took all these uh, tests, did all these tests and basically said to me, you're, you, you know, we're going to make an appointment for you to see the GP because you're at risk of stroke. And you're at high risk of stroke. and working in social work you know I've worked with people that have experienced a stroke and the idea terrifies me and I thought if I can do something to prevent that I need to take those steps I need to make those changes and as I said before congratulations on doing so because Thank you. there are there are obviously levels of of weight loss and, and being overweight 
and it, it sounds that you were high risk of some very very serious illnesses there and obviously for the people around you as well it must have been quite difficult for them to see you I mean if you and your partner were both gaining weight at the same time then sometimes you say you, you don't realize it's happening and especially with COVID that was such a difficult time for many many reasons stuck in the house not able to exercise as as you would have before um very challenging on, on the mental health side of things as well and so was this the first time that you i mean you i think you'd said that you'd actually gained weight and lost weight before but was this the first time that, you, that it had happened to this extent um, i was the biggest i've ever been um, i've always struggled with my weight and I previously joined Slimming World, which is a program I follow, um, in 2014. And I'd been quite successful in the space of about a year. I lost 10 stone. Um, so come 2015, I was the lightest I've ever been. I was, you know, in the smallest size of clothing I'd ever been. Um, and I'd, I'd really seen the benefit of the weight loss. And I then went into a, a different relationship, not the relationship I'm in now, but another, a different relationship. and. This individual lived in Scotland, which, you know, as you probably appreciate, Scotland is not the place that you, you want to be on a diet. You've got lots of delicious options before <laughs> you. Most of them are deep fried. Um, in Scotland, it was the first time I'd ever come across mac and cheese in a pie. Um, oh, wow. in, a in a pie, pie. yeah. So you'd, you'd go into the local supermarket and there would be pie, and the pie would be macaroni cheese. So, yeah, it was a, it was a, there was wow. lots and lots of temptation i mean like i said everything's deep fried it was the first time i'd encountered the deep fried pizza uh which are delicious but you know the no it's, it's true I, I used to live with a guy from glasgow and he used to tell me about all these things that you know you can get and the first thing that springs to mind whenever someone says about the like deep fried food is the mars bar. yes um, yeah i mean i lived in west yorkshire there is actually a chip shop locally that does deep fried mars bars so i tried one of those in my teens so i wasn't as keen you know it wasn't like it was a new novelty thing or let's try the deep fried deep fried mars bar for me it was a deep fried battered pizza which up there is called a pizza crunch um Okay. I like I say, delicious, but absolutely the wrong thing if you're trying to lose weight. Um, of, course, of course. So, yeah, that relationship maybe was the start of the downfall in terms of going back in the other direction. Um, I kept going back to Slimming World classes, but my head wasn't in it. I think that's, that's vital, really. If your head's not in it, you're not going to succeed. So kept going back to classes, kept failing, lost a stone or two, gave up. Yo-yoed for quite a while. Um, and that culminated in me putting on 15 stone. So I'd lost almost 10. I put on 15. So my journey when I started this time was much further along than the first time. But I knew I'd had the success previously. And I think maybe excuse making on my own part. I don't know if there was a bit of, you know, biology thrown in there and difficulties losing weight for a second, third, fourth. I mean, I'm probably on my 18th time. Um, but I wasn't seeing the same losses going back. And I just had to have a word with myself and say, you're not going to have those weight losses. This is a long-term journey. You're going to have to see the bigger picture. And you might not get those weight losses, but if you keep at it, they will come eventually. And even slow is better than nothing at all or going, you know, in the wrong direction and getting bigger and bigger. Um, funnily enough, when I went back to Slimming World this time, I, I am just on the cusp of six stone, which has been quite elusive. I've been trying to get it for the last five weeks and I've either stayed where I've been or I've put a couple of pounds on. Um, but in my first week back at Slimming World, I actually maintained and lots of Slimming World 
consultants and members will tell you in your first week you do you do the big numbers and previously I've done maybe 13 pounds or 11 pounds I've never in the in first week. week of Slimming World yeah and I know a lot of that weight loss is okay. water um but I'm used to those big numbers and I, I felt like I'd followed the plan for that first week for a maintain so I was quite frustrated and ordinarily I'd have probably given up at that point but on this occasion I thought, no, this is the bigger picture and I'm continuing going. And then thankfully, you know, those weight losses have come since and things have been up and down. I've not always lost big numbers. I've not always lost some weeks I've put on. But overall, in the last six and a bit months, probably seven months now, I have managed to lose almost six stone. Incredible. Congratulations. And I, I think, you know, we were talking earlier that this is this is not the end of oh. your journey and, and you still have some some way that you'd like to go. Yeah. And the fact that you've managed to lose six stone moment for anyone listening on the podcast who is perhaps at the beginning of, of their journey or even at the moment too overwhelmed to begin the journey because of the fact they, they may have six, seven, eight, fifteen, twenty yeah. stone to lose. It's such a daunting feeling. How am I going to get started or how will it ever all disappear? And you've made some very good points there about the fact that you have to take a zoom out. You have to look at the bigger picture. And I think it's very important to do that and realize that if you want to lose weight healthily over a long period of time, all of these adverts you see on the internet, all of these magic pills, they don't work and they're actually probably much more dangerous for you because the moment that you do start, stop taking them, sorry, um, you're actually at risk of gaining weight much quicker and you're not losing weight. You're really just starving yourself on a lot of these diets, these fad diets that people talk about. So um, now just to clarify, and we've had other guests on here from Slimming World at all and to be honest with you, I think in the UK, it's, it's probably the, if not one of the, the most popular um, weight loss programs that are there. I've even dabbled in it myself when I was living back in the UK years ago as a, like a 17 or an 18 year old. I went to a few sessions with my mum, who's been going for probably 10 years now. Um, but the thing is with, with Slimming World or any program, they obviously give you the, the method to do it. But you mentioned before about nutrition and that that's important as well. So have there been any changes? Is there anything you've done to try and look beyond you know, the six stone that you've done now and, and think longer term in terms of how you're going to manage it when you do hit your, your target? Yeah, so obviously I'm, I'm in that position where I have previously lost the weight and then put it back on. So I think that's made me more determined this time that once I get back to what something would like to call your target weight, for me it'd just be an ideal weight, I think I'll appreciate it more and I appreciate the weight loss more this time because as I said, I've been back and I've lost a stone two here and there and I've given up and I've not been able to maintain it. But this time, it really feels like it's clicked. So when I do get there, I'll recognise the work that I've put in and I will appreciate it all the more. Um, the thing I am doing differently this time is when I went to Slimming World for the first time, you know, you become overwhelmed with the weight losses and all you want to think about is how much weight you can lose and the next stone bracket and the stone bracket after that. So this time I've taken a little bit more of a, a, a tortoise versus hare approach. Whereas last time if I was going out, I would order the salad. I would take food to a friend's occasion so that I could eat something that was on plan. This time I've been a little bit looser with that. And if I'm going out, I'll enjoy a meal and I'll work around it. Previously I had sabotage. I would have one bad meal and I think, well, that's it now. I might as well give it for the week. So then I'd go into to Slimming World the following week with a game. Whereas now if I've had a bad meal, I think, right, that's a bad meal. I'll move on and I will eat well, eat well for the rest of the week. Um, 
other times, I mean, I'm not perfect. I binge. There's times when I'll go downstairs. It'll be the middle of the night. I'm not sleeping. I'll think, oh, what can I eat? And I'll start off thinking, oh, I'll make a sandwich. And I'll keep it at a sandwich. And before I know it, I've eaten the sandwich. I've eaten multiple packets of crisps. I've worked my way through a box of cereal bars. So it's moving on from those times and not being too hard on yourself. Whereas last time I might have felt like I was a failure for doing these things. This time I just think, well, that's just, you know, subconsciously something's going on that makes me say, right, we're going to eat now and we're going to eat as much as we can in such a short period. When I've done that, I don't beat myself up. I don't feel guilty. I move on and I think, right, let's have a perfect week as far as is possible because, as I say, we're not perfect. Let's have as best week we can, get weird and look at the bigger term picture. So this last week I've put on, I've put a pound on this week. Very, very shocked. Um, I felt very undeserved of this, this weight gain. But it's one weight gain in a matter of, months you know I, I mean it's not one weight going in months because i've had several but it's one weight gain that's not going to change that i've i've lost the amount i've lost so just a picture that, that's such a good attitude to have yeah i think yeah i think i think it has to click doesn't it and it has and i think if you're going with the wrong attitude and you expect i mean i would previously have thought oh well i've not lost this week i'm not going to try again and i'll admit you know i did have a couple of meals yesterday weren't on plan but the rest of the week I'm aiming to to have a really good week and hopefully next week I'll go into a loss if I don't there's always the week after and the week after that that's great and, and the fact of not giving up and and also because of on this podcast I aim to have you know people from all different programs not just Slimming World although it's one of the most popular but I think this this approach of you know having one bad meal. Now, obviously, you say one bad meal because that goes against the the methodology, the plan of what you should be eating as part of Slimming World. My my belief, and I'll be interested to get your opinion on this, is you know outside of Slimming World, I, I don't honestly believe that there is bad food. I think it's the habits and the amounts and the frequency in which we eat certain foods, resulting in a calorie you know abundance. Yeah that is what attributes to our weight. Yeah, I agree entirely. I think, you know, um, there's a lot of deriders of Slimming World and, you know, the things like, oh, you must swallow bananas whole because you can't munch them. This all comes from the idea that if you mash food, you know, you're going to eat a greater volume of it. And for me, Slimming World is very much about making the right decisions. It's about nutrition and being nutritionally balanced. But like you say, there aren't, there aren't really bad foods. Look at an avocado on Slimming World. I think it works out as something like nine sins which is their point system for foods that are not free or are considered an healthy extra. And we all know that avocado has an abundance of nutritional benefits. Um, but in Slimming World eyes, that is considered maybe a bad food. And that then draws some criticism okay. from people who maybe don't look at the plan as a whole. And you've got to, like you say, we've got to recognise that Slimming World is probably the biggest weight loss programme in the UK. So it works for a reason. And it's very, that reason is it works on Low fat, low sugar choices. Your free foods are things like high protein sources, fruit and vegetables, which we know are nutritionally dense and keep you full for longer, for you know, for less calories. And people quite often say, "Oh, you know, all diets are calorie deficit." We know that that's not new new news to anybody. It's about what supports getting that calorie deficit in place. For me, that's Slimming World. I've tried calorie counting, and what I do when I'm calorie counting is I think right a Big Mac is I don't know 600 odd calories so I can have that and then I quickly fill up my calorie allowance for the day 
with high calorie foods that are not necessarily giving me any nutrition, they're not keeping me full, and then I run out of calories, and then I'm thinking, right, what can I eat now? And you know, you have these sugar crashes because you've eaten foods that are high in sugar. So you're then struggling to maintain that over the day and over the week. So for me, Slimming World just gives me those boundaries to work within. But yeah, wholeheartedly agree. There isn't any such thing as a bad food. I think everything in moderation, that's what your sins are there for on Slimming World. If you want a particular treat, let's, you know, let's move away from bad food and the idea of bad food. If you want a treat, you can have that, but have it in moderation. Don't overindulge. Previously, I would have had a takeaway. So maybe, for example, a pizza with the side of fries, with the side of alumi fries. And then I'd look for what I was having for pudding afterwards. Now, I might have a couple of slices of pizza. And then the rest of the day, I'll be, so to speak, on plan. And, and I think having that methodology, and, and again, going back to the fact that I don't think it matters too much, as long as it's a safe way or you know, a way in which over a long period of time, you arrive yeah. at a calorie deficit. And so there are conflicting um things and, and taking the avocado which i think is an amazing example because you know i'm gonna have guests on here yeah. who do the keto diet and it's for key. them avocado is you know it's it's for it's the yeah. god of all all foods that they can eat because it's high in fat it's nutritious so again though ultimately you're almost coming to exactly the same result in terms yeah. of creating a calorie deficit that you can do in a certain plan over a longer period of time and so that's why i'm interested to have people who do very different plans who who are approaching it in different ways but for me as well I think one of the biggest things that our listeners will get benefit from is knowing about the support network and, and having the support enabled to do it because you've touched on some extremely important points here about you know the mental side of things and the fact that the challenge you face might not necessarily be about not knowing what to eat but it's about if your mind's not in the right place if you're not focused you might be likely to give up much earlier. You you might you know have a bad day and that can ruin your whole diet, especially if you do have an emotional yeah. attachment to food. So could I ask a bit more about the, um, first of all, I'd say the, the driving force that you think has helped you to be successful this time. Has it been health or is it because of people around you? What do you um, think has really helped you? I think it's a, a culmination of lots of different things. So first and foremost for me, it was about my health. Um, I was pre-diabetic. I've already said I was terrified of the idea of having a stroke and I wanted to make some changes so that I could be healthier. Um, I'm in a situation where Joe's got an illness that, you know, as he's, as this progresses, he will need more and more support. And I wanted to be in a position where I could support him. You know, I mean, previously I struggled putting my socks on without getting out of breath. So I wanted to feel fitter and healthier so that when a time comes that he needs more support and, you know, the, the majority of the workload is on me, that I'm in a position that I can do that. Then there's all, you know, the fun things. Um, I love theme parks. I love going on roller coasters and rides. As it currently stands, I wouldn't fit on the harnesses for most of these rides, so it's not an option for me. When I'd previously lost weight, I think I went to Alton Towers four times in the year, and it was just because I'd not been since I was a teenager. For the first time in my adult life, I felt like, yeah, I can go and I'm not going to be embarrassed if I have to get off because I'm not at a size where people will look and maybe I'll feel. Often it's not the case because I like to think of the analogy of, you know, think of the third person that you met today. Tell me what they were wearing. We don't know because we don't pay that much attention to those around us. But we always have it in mind that we're being looked at and sneered and laughed at. So, you know, I was in a position going back to the Alton Towers 
uh, thing. I was in a situation where I could get on the rides and I felt quite comfortable in myself to go. And I took full advantage. And I'm looking forward to next summer, uh, when I hope I will be back at my lowest weight, um, that, you know, those things are before me. Fashion, I love wearing clothes and, and trying out new outfits. And previously, when I'd lost the weight, I loved a Primark. I couldn't shop in Primark. They just simply did not sell my size. Now I'm at a stage where I'm just slipping back into the high street sizes. I'm not having to go to your specialist retailers. I'm not having to find things online. I'm not having to wear what fits. So there's there's a, there's multiple driving forces. You know, there's there's the health side. There's the being there to support Joe. But then there's the fun things like wearing what I want, going to the theme parks, just living life a bit more freely because i think when you're of a certain size you do feel that things are out of touch or out of your reach and you can't do those things just simply because you're either too heavy or you don't you won't fit or people will look at you and, and feel a certain way so so it's definitely a, a the confidence side of things first of all and, and feeling just just good in yourself when you're out and about and this is something i think when when i've been overweight i'm quite conscious of you know going to the swimming yeah. pool wanting to you know needing to take my top off and and like you say people probably don't pay attention and this is something i would say as advice to people but they, they probably are not being watched no. as much as they think they are but at the same time if you don't feel happy doing it then you're kind of like constantly beating yourself up over it and one thing you've just said i, I think is great and something for our listeners as well is the fact that you're focused on the things for the future and you know you're not just looking back you're looking back at where you've been and how far you've come but you've set yourself things that you want to achieve and things you want to do and, and have been able to do before and will do again James what I'd like to say is do you have any other advice that you would have either given yourself or advice you could give to listeners who are perhaps at the beginning of a journey um, and a, a little bit overwhelmed or not quite knowing how yeah, to yeah stop putting way? it off um, I put it off for such a long time um I, as I say, I kept going back to groups. I kept not achieving what I wanted to achieve and not quit achieving things quickly enough. So I'd stop. But this time, I think what's really clicked with me is the bigger picture and the long-term goals. I'm not so present-orientated. Like, you know, I said, I'd put a pound on this week. I've pushed that aside now. I'm on to the next week. And I'm on to the week after that and the week after that. So keep a future focus in mind. Don't beat yourself up about the, the meals that go wrong or the weeks that don't quite work out the way you wanted them to. Keep that bigger picture in mind. Keep striving towards those goals. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, think of it as, right, I'll start this plan and let's see where I'm in two months and let's see where I'm in six months. You know, people need to take for it what they can. And it might be that you look back at six months and you think, right, I've really achieved. It might be a year, it might be two, it might be longer, but you've got to keep that focus on the future. Don't worry yourself too much about the here and now, other than making the right decisions, choices. Think about the future and what this means to you and what you hope to achieve. If you slip up, get up and carry on. You know, it's never too late to make a change. You will, you will look back and you will thank yourself for the changes that you made. You know, if you're struggling to get to that first group, reach out there'll be somebody else in your circle of friends or your family who also want to start that journey you know reach out to them go to a class with them if you haven't got that in your life find somebody on the you know on an instagram page or a facebook group and reach out to them find out if they're in your area and say you know look i'm really concerned i really want to join up but i'm scared 
I am sure that that person will have been in the exact same situation as you when they started their journey, and they'll provide that support and get you know get behind you and get you to group. And you know, I've achieved a lot from Slimming World, and it's you know it's by virtue of having a great consultant, a really supportive group. I almost yeah, well I say almost I do. I look forward to going to group bag on a Monday night, and I wouldn't say it's the highlight of my week. You know, I do have a social life, but. I do look forward to going out to seeing people and seeing how people have done and sharing stories and inspiration recipes. So yeah, take that first step. Think about the future and don't set too much expectation of yourself. Maybe set a goal of what can I do in six months and then look back. And you know, if you've got a long way to go like I have, make it a smaller, make it, what can I do in a week? What can I do in two? What can I do in a month? Absolutely fantastic, James. And it's been a real pleasure having you on the podcast today thank you so much before you go because i I know obviously you have an instagram account and for me i think it's very inspiring to look at and i wanted to ask if it'd be okay to share that so um the other people perhaps who have listened to this can go and have a look have a look at some of your photos some of the meals and, and really just help follow you on on your journey because as you mentioned having that support having someone else who they can relate to I think it's going to help. Alum, a yeah, of course. Of uh, so would free, I, mean, I would appreciate all the followers I can get. Um, but my Instagram handle is at Slimming World Slim Gym. Um, feel free to inbox me if you've got any questions or you want any advice. And that's it's, Slimming, yeah, World, Slimming World Slim, Slim Gym. Gym. James, thank you so much for being here today. Now, there's just one last thing we have to do, and that's to officially welcome you as one of our honorary weight loss warriors. Thank you, Carl. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome and I appreciate your time today. Take care of yourself, James. Bye-bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram, where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.